Good time of the day, and welcome to another episode of And When I Say I Mean, I am your co-host, Adrian. And I am your co-host, Austin. Austin is, is still alive. I am alive. Barely, maybe, holding on by a, a thread. Exaggerations. I mean, last I heard, you went to the doctor, which means that you have to be on your deathbed. No, okay. I, I, was, I was texting mom. And in this text message, I implied that I would go to urgent care. Okay. And she's like, okay, let me know what you find out when you're there. And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, shoot, I can't just not go to urgent care. I guess I could lie to my mom, but I feel bad about that. But it was mm-hmm. worthless. Urgent care was worthless. Don't ever go. They won't what help you. you. Okay. I Caveat. Mm-hmm. Urgent care is helpful, just maybe not in this situation. When you sprain your wrist, go to urgent care. But other mm-hmm. than, so I was, I like, I was just sitting sitting there for an hour, waiting to get into the thing. It was nice. It was like a Sunday morning. Uh, it was awful. So I felt like I was dying the previous night. So I figured, you know, I didn't feel good. Uh, right. But urgent care wasn't going to help anything. It's like when that happens, you just got to die for days and then you get back up. Mm-hmm. Just like uh, a boxer or Spider-Man. I was going to say Lazarus. Spider-Man, Lazarus. do a flip. Um, and then it just was there. They're like, hey, do you want to get checked for strep throat? Let me shove this weird pipe thing down your mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, leave. He said it was going to take five minutes. He came back like 30 minutes later. Oh, my goodness. Tim. Um, <laughs> I don't have strep throat. He told me to have some Theraflu, which is like the least efficient way to ever take medicine, in case you were wondering. <laughs> what is Theraflu? Is it just a <laughs> like a, a cough medicine or whatever? <laughs> it's like DayQuil? Sorry about that. It is a decongestant Tylenol slash cough suppressant, but you okay. it's powder, and you pour mm-hmm. it into boiling water as a tea, and then you drink it over ten to fifteen minutes. Granted, it doesn't wow. it doesn't taste terrible. Um, Tea's nice. Can you mix in actual tea? Could you like mix in like I don't lemon know. tea or something? I've never I've never seems... I've never risked it. Okay. Um, I have thought about it. It's apple cinnamon flavored, though. That sounds terrible. Um, it's okay, actually. But I don't think it would go well with the tea. Okay, that's fair. But, so it takes me, like, 20 minutes to take this Theraflow. Just give me some pills that I can just knock back in 30 seconds on a terrible day. If you if it takes you thirty seconds to swallow a pill, you're yeah no having I'm in a trouble. Bad day. Yeah, just give me a pill. But no, so I've been drinking Theraflu today, and mm. taking ibuprofen. It's horrible. I'm I I'm taking so much medicine. I'm so sorry. But I don't I don't feel like I'm I'm always dying overnight. 
mm-hmm. I wake up and don't feel worse than when I went to bed at this point. So that's nice. That was such that's a frustrating nice. time. When it just kept getting worse. Well, like, you feel like you're on the downhill now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, oh, sleep will cure everything. No, yep. apparently not. I go to bed and wake up feeling worse than I did when I went to bed. It's like, just why? That's miserable. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sorry that has happened to you. Yeah. How was your weekend? <laughs> <laughs> it was good. Uh, did lots of yard work this weekend. Uh, we are raising... Oh, hold up. You guys don't have a yard. Nope. Uh, so we are doing yard work for people to raise money for the youth group trip this summer to England for a big youth conference. Wow. Um, yeah. So Saturday morning, it like was pouring the down rain. What was I doing Friday? Friday I was playing board games and before that I was driving there, but sometime during the day on Friday, it was just absolutely just pouring. And you know how usually you don't ever get to like the highest limit on your windshield wipers on Friday, I maxed it out mm. and could have gone higher, mm-hmm. but I had maxed it. Um, anyways, so it poured the rain on Friday, and then Saturday we got up and went to go do yard work. And we did, um, I don't have my phone, but I think we did like 70 bags, you know, those Home Depot bags, leaf bags. Yep. We filled up like 75 of those. With what? Of leaves. With leaves okay. and sticks. Um, at the first job we were at. Do you really get those from Home question? Depot? We got those from Lowe's. Didn't we always get the them bags. from the township? Maybe we did. I thought they had Home Depot. As youths? I thought they had said Home Depot. On I don't side. know. They might both be true. That's, that's true. Um... Maybe they were just brown bags. Don't remember. But regardless, these were still the same brown bags, but they were from Lowe's, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so we picked up a lot of leaves, did a lot of raking. Um, and then we went to another job after that, which I didn't really want to go to. I just wanted to sleep. Mm. Uh, but that job was really small and did it in like 15 minutes. And then I went home and did sleep. I support that. Um, yeah. And then got up. Let's see. This was Saturday. Yeah. Then I went to the store, got uh, food to make dinner um, for me and my roommates. And Becca was here, too. We watched Infinity War mm. because then on Sunday, well, okay, then Sunday, went to church in the morning. I was playing the box drum, so I was there. I haven't slept a lot. I was recently, in urgent care. And that's not going to change, probably. Anyways, um, went that's to... That's a lot of Avengers. Yeah, well, just wait. The Avengers have just started. So, I, Sunday, well, church... <laughs> I know that you went... Anyway. Um, and, and then... Um, After that, we did more yard work. We did two more jobs on Sunday. They were smaller. 
Um, actually, I wasn't even at the first one. It was so small. And then the second one was medium-sized. Mm-hmm. Um, and then went to see Endgame. Endgame. Sunday night. And did I do anything after that or just? I hope not. No. That's your entire night if you went and saw yep. it. Yep. Yeah, it's like three hours. And then on Monday, I worked forever late at work and then went and saw Endgame again well, uh, on why? Monday. So on Sunday, I went and saw it with my roommates and Becca. Mm-hmm. And then on Monday, one of my new friends that we made at the board game club named Michael wanted invited me to go. And so I was like, yeah, I'll go. So I met him and some of his friends there. Mm. And so I watched it again. Mm. Speaking of Endgame, and though. I did think of – sorry, one last okay. thing. I did think of what we talked about last week about how you, knowing what was going to happen so then you can appreciate more of it. And so the second time I watched it, I was like, yeah. oh, I know what's going to happen now. So mm-hmm. um, I can appreciate these things yeah. and, and pick up on little little notes yeah, and, yeah. and comments and stuff. Um, did you end up being able to see it or because you were deathly ill? Oh, no, I still saw it. It was a mistake. Okay. It was I don't, a mistake? I don't know if it was a mistake or not, but I felt terrible the okay. day afterward. Is it just because you had to leave your house and get out of bed? Well, okay. Also made the potential mistake of going into Canada to see it. Why is that the potential mistake what, for your health? It would, well, it just took a it. We we had to drive a while, right? Um, but let me tell you, the theaters in Canada are so much nicer than they are in Potsdam. This is literally the nicest theater I've ever been to. This, okay, it's not hard to be nicer than anything in Potsdam. Yes, no offense, Potsdam. This is better than Penn Cinema. That. The chairs, every chair, uh, recliners. every chair was a recliner. Yep. It was beautiful. It was, I was reclining the whole time. Yeah. You need to go but, to more Oh movie my theaters. goodness. People had like blankets covered with popcorn next to me. It was awful. That sounds miserable. Guys, why is popcorn in movie theaters a thing? Mm-mm. Ban it. It should be burnt. Ban it. Ban it. Like, I, I think the only good snack um that you could that you could potentially have in a a movie theater is like uh dots no reese's pieces are too crunchy i brought i got reese's pieces for my monday my monday one i don't even on... support dots that much because you can oh no no, no. here's here it is no it is junior mints no 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 it's chocolate covered raisins those are the only good I don't know. Yeah. The only good movie theater snacks because try... They'll make a rattling sound in that box. Oh, no, absolutely don't do that. But, like, the the I, I think you have a hard time crunching them or slogging them, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so on Sunday, I snuck in Chipotle chips, and on Monday, I bought... The Reese's Pieces, mm. which apparently don't fit this rule of things that you no, can eat No, they're too crunchy. But okay. popcorn is easily the worst. There is, okay, first off, there's absolutely no reason for you to have, like, 
a five-gallon bucket of popcorn ever <laughs> in your entire life. No one should ever eat that much popcorn. What if you're sharing it with people? No one ever shares those things with anyone. We all know it. Everyone gets their own five-gallon bucket and just, like, pours way too much butter on it. Let me tell you, I once spent an entire day making popcorn, and mm-hmm. the key I remember. the key for people liking popcorn is put way more oil on it than you should, way more salt, and way more butter. People love mm-hmm. it. And if you don't, people get mad at you and yell at you <laughs> for making popcorn badly. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm an old oh, man. What a good time. And so, yeah, you gotta you gotta get as much butter on that as possible. But no, the band popcorn, it's so loud. <laughs> At least put it dip it in water before you eat it. Have you ever have you ever listened to popcorn as you dip it in water? Yeah. Oh I have good. Actually. It's it's so it's such a I don't even know what the sound is like. It's like sizzling. It's like sizzling. Yeah, and I have no idea why it does that, but it's a really fun thing. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of Endgame, what did you think of Me by Taylor Swift? That's good. Um, I I enjoyed it. Um, it wasn't as bad as what I thought it was going mm-hmm. to be. As we had talked about, I thought it was going to be you know, the peak of Taylor Swift, yeah. and now we're on the downhill. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's kind of true still. Yep. Um, but I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed the panic at the disco guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I like his voice and they seemed their styles and voices seemed to vibe well. <coughs> um, frequently since listening to the song, I've been singing it slash parodying it, parodying parodying it what is parodying parodying um and as you know i'm very good at um getting lyrics right always Mm -hmm. um so i've been nailing it every single time never giving the wrong words i don't i don't think i remember the words uh i'll be honest but um uh, my favorite part was when she said spelling is fun and then there was no spelling that was my favorite part. Well, they of the talk song. about like there is no I in team. Okay, but there is, there some is spelling me. In that. Yeah. Also, and then you can't spell awesome without me. This really frustrating thing happened to me. You know how you normally okay. you you pull your cards over and you have a search bar there. The search bar no has disappeared on my phone, and it's it's I don't know what to do about that. Well, we're podcasting now, so you don't really need the search bar. I do for the rest of my life, though. Okay. Uh but I I I don't know. I felt like she was overcompensating for being too ooh edgy on reputation and now she's like, "Oh, two butterflies and sugar snaps." <laughs> okay, fair. That's how I felt. So it swung too far back. Yeah. Just, just 1989 was kind of like the butter zone, yeah. and now we've we've gone too far either mm-hmm. way. Yeah, yeah. She was okay, too I edgy, and now she's too sweet. I just. I mean, we don't have the whole album. I just want nice caramel. Okay. That's how I feel, but I don't have that many feelings about it. 
Fair. Fair enough. So speaking of Endgame, spoilers, by the way. I feel I think we're about to spoil everything. I mean, well, before we talk about Endgame, I I I have wanted to complain so much about Game of Thrones to to spoil more things. Okay. I am so mad at this show. I'm going to put. Uh, there's going to be a point where I'm going to stop you ranting, but I'll let you go for a little. I'm bit. I'm so mad at the show, and now I'm like, is this what people who watched the Last Jedi and wanted to burn everything to the ground felt like? Because I feel like those people. Because it's just Probably. like. This last episode came out, and I'm like, people who are making the show, do you even get the point? Because I, I feel like they don't. Like, how can you... Spoilers are coming. Like, how can you just kill the Night King here, and just whites are gone, the White Walkers are gone. Uh, guess this is done. Let's go get Cersei. No, boo. What was, what was the point of all of seasons, like... Six and seven, and the whole wall thing to say, we need to stop focusing on these petty squabbles over the throne, to to face the ultimate threat that's facing us. If the ultimate threat is not that, it's just Cersei and trying to get the throne. So, so I see what you're saying. Is it possible that the Night King is not the ultimate threat, and that there's worse to come? This is what I've been saying all of season. Eight I mean, so it is possible, but I don't think they will because I think the what the showrunners think they're good at is doing, ooh, fun politics. Let's sip our wine and sneer at each other, which is true because they still haven't fi- like nobody is dead yet, really, and so they still have to figure out how that's gonna and like is it gonna be Danny or John who sits on the yeah. throne, right? Right. So yeah, they're probably they have to resolve okay, I can s- all this petty s- silliness. Okay, I can see that projection. Okay, there's what three episodes yeah. left. Yeah, that yeah, that's not shaping up for much. Right, it's like besides that. To me, the point of of the show is like, hey, this petty squabbliness is petty squabbliness. Right. Get a grip, and now they're just right. They're enshrining the petty squabblingness as as the point of the show. Right. So far. And that seems like the tra- that, trajectory. Yeah, that seems like on. it's that's where it's gonna go. I don't even I don't even know what could happen for me to be happy unless the brand is secretly the evil overlord of everything. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But he's the ultimate other. Well, yeah, I I do support that in the books, but the show is just a dead log at this point. It needs to be chopped right. down and burned. But this, but what about like okay? So the ultimate other slash brand knows that they're just gonna go back to their petty mm-hmm. fuck squabbling if the Night King is dead. So he lets the Night King die. They go back. They're now unsuspecting. They think that they've won. All of a sudden, they're gone. But guess what? No one's in the north anymore watching the wall. Here comes the real, the the eternal winter, and they all die. I mean, maybe. Uh, I think I could be on board for that, but I don't know. I wouldn't feel satisfied. Okay. Well, we're out of time for Game of Thrones. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. You haven't seen, have you seen the Bran is R'hllor theory? No, that doesn't, no. I disagree <laughs> with that. I think the opposite of that. I agree, but it's fun. Anyway. But so that that gave me fun empathy for the people who wanted to burn Star Wars to the ground because I'm like, the people who are running this show have no idea what they're doing. Get them out yeah. of here. Yeah. 
Okay, so back to Endgame. Um, I don't necessarily want to talk. I mean, we can talk about what happened in the movie. Yes, I, question. Well, I, I just want to say the two things that I said I want to happen in this movie, both of them happened, and I am absolutely flabbergasted because that it, I know. It I never happens, believe it. especially the first one. The the one the part yep. about Thanos, I was yep. like, "Oh my goodness, this is amazing! This is everything I wanted to happen. How is this possible? What I wanted to happen was bonkers." Yep. Well, but see, then the problem, the other thing was, and again, I don't want to talk too much about what happened. I mean, we can we can talk a little bit about it. But the other thing was, like afterwards, I was like, "This movie was pretty predictable based on the trailer." Oh yeah, like, yeah. Oh yeah. Like. Nothing really happened in this that I'm not like that I'm surprised. I about. I was hearing people being surprised by the time jump, and I'm like, how are like? Did you not see Everybody Scarlet knew there Widow's had to be hair? Time travel. Yeah. No, no, the time, the five years. Oh, gap. like five years yeah. later. Oh my goodness, that was my. Ah, oh, I again, I don't, I don't want to go down too many rabbit trails, but I was talking to one of my roommates, and he was like, I can't believe it was so slow at the beginning, like. All this nonsense. It took them forever before they even started getting Infinity Stones. And I was like, that was like the best part mm-hmm. of the movie. Like, I want to see them in this post-Thanos world and how they deal with five years of not having yeah. half the people in the world. And what does that look like? And how does that affect these heroes? And what do they do now? I was really like, glad. Like, I want to see that. When they dropped Scott Lang like he's hot. Because I'm like, mm-hmm. get out of here, audience surrogate. Nobody wants you here anymore. This... This this movie is for everyone who's been here forever. Get out of here, Ant Man. It was still kind of funny. I mean, yeah, but I don't know. I, I want this movie to be about Cap and Tony. Right. No, that's fair. I I am not really happy with Cap, but maybe that's just my Why? eternal dislike for Cap. The whole time, the whole movie is about moving on and moving forward and literally the whole time the end the movie ends and captain america ends with him not moving on he never moves that on. is moving on for him well how is that moving on literally his the entire like his entire life is about getting back with peggy right? no 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 his entire life is it remember everyone is defined by those visions that they have in age of ultron Mm-hmm. So for Cap, his is always seeing war despite the settings. So not always having to be at war even when peace has come. Like, okay. that's that's Cap's thing. So for him, moving on is being able to put down Captain America and have a, a normal life. Okay, that's a little better. But I still think it's weird and i'm just the whole timeline too is a little iffy for me but uh, no ignore the time travel it was nice okay (laughs) all right i was so glad they told us to forget like don't even care about time travel it's so nice because you mean in the in the movie in the story yeah Yeah. they're like don't worry about it this Um, is just what we're doing it's cool yep um what else was i was gonna say something else Cap. Don't remember. Tony. No. Um, oh, I remember. Yeah. Fin- they finally, they the biggest thing, like they finally figured out how to beat Thanos. And 
it was because it was good. Like I enjoyed watching Infinity War right before it because Infinity War, it's always about like, okay, we don't trade lives, blah, 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 whatever, 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 where like they could have easily been like, okay, we just kill Vision here. Not a problem. We just kill Gamora here. Not a problem. We just, you know, any number of things. We avoid all of these things. And then finally, we get to Endgame, and now the slow, the mantra is no longer, we don't trade lives. It's whatever it takes, or whatever the cost. And I'm like, yes, like that's what it means to be a hero, because it's not about like, okay, save my other hero pals. It's whatever it costs, for the sake of many. Um, I don't know, I mean, you can always take that too far, but you, I mean, you can take anything too far, so that's Right, that's fair. I don't. I, okay, yeah. I obviously, don't take it too far. But like, sometimes things are worth dying for. Mm-hmm. And I think that in the first one, there are several times where people like had the opportunity to die for something greater than themselves, mm-hmm. and they weren't given that opportunity. Well, I mean, they Gamora, Gamora tried. They also but, kind of assumed they were going to win, so. Right, but, yeah. Oh, but I, I did really like how brutal Iron Man was. As soon as he got back, he was like, I said yeah. this. This is what I said was going to happen, and it happened. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh mm-hmm. wow! I didn't even, I didn't even expect Iron Man to be so brutal when he got back. That's awesome. And it was like, and it was also like the first time the two of them yeah. had seen each other, mm-hmm. which is also interesting to think about. Mm-hmm. Like even since, like since Civil War, right? They hadn't seen each other. So, uh, any other thoughts before I move on to a different topic? <coughs> I mean, I do have thoughts, but let's talk about okay. Things. So so one thing that I have kind of been noticing as I talk to people about this movie is that it seems like there is just a lot of a lot of people don't like Captain Marvel. A lot of people don't like that she is infinitely powerful, um that she can just destroy the whole ship in one fell swoop and it's not even fair. Um and and I'm not really sure where that's necessarily coming from. I think because I think that there's lots of other very powerful like heroes in in the Marvel movies. For instance, I think Thor is also incredibly powerful, has lightning in his veins, and can't die very easily if ev- at all. I don't know. Um, Scarlet Witch, for example literally almost kills Thanos. Um, she's incredibly powerful. And so uh, I'm trying to figure out why do people not like Captain Marvel? And the conclude not conclusion, because I don't think it's necessarily always the case, but one thing that I was kind of struck by is, is do we have a fear of losing the power that we have and so if something poses a threat to the power that i have does that cause me to 
dislike or bring prejudice upon that person? Um, I don't know. I think Captain Marvel is more boring than some of our other heroes. Um, okay. Because we don't see her struggle as much as um, we see some of our other heroes struggle. And so, so like, and she is more powerful than Thor. Uh, so, um, I don't know. For Thor, like, despite his power, he has all these challenges um, that we see mm-hmm. throughout Ragnarok and Infinities, Wars, and Endgame especially. Whereas uh, Captain Marvel just has all this power, comes in, solves a problem, and then it's over. Um, so I don't know. It's it's not as – to me, it's not as interesting as a, of a story um, because we we don't get a chance to see uh, the struggles that she has. It's like what I worry about Superman. I, I think um, people think Superman is boring uh, because – we do a bad job of portraying him. And so because I, we don't get, I don't really think we get a good picture of who Carol Danvers is. Um, and so, and then because she has, right. So you can like fake make someone interesting by having them be really, really weak and then overcoming that, that weakness that's like a really typical suppose i'm a uh, a young 11 year old who it's his birthday and he just got a single pokemon and he starts out and he's really weak but eventually becomes stronger and stronger until he can defeat mm-hmm. the entire world classic story um but uh people like superman and carol danvers already start out with all this power um so you don't you don't really have the same narrative arc of them gaining their power and uh struggling to gain that power so you have a different challenge of making them uh empathetic i think uh to the viewer but don't you don't you think in her in her movie, we saw her struggle and grow at all. Um, yeah, but I don't know. It like her her power doesn't seem earned in the same way as others. But why does that matter? I guess like why does how they get their power or what their power is, how does that matter if we still see the person grow as a human? Um, right, because Thor always has his power in all the movies. We, he doesn't really gain any more power. No, I mean, he kind of loses it and then gets right, it back. Right, classic superhero trope. But he still has those powers, right? Like he still is the God of thunder and like, he doesn't know it though. We see he does not in Ragnarok. What do you mean? After he loses Mjolnir, 
Right. He's just regular guy. Oh, I was thinking of the first one. Oh, yeah, that too. Well, but he still knows he's the God of Thunder. Right, but he doesn't one. have any power. Yeah, kind of. But like, but the point, but I guess the point is not the power, right? The point is, and maybe that's wrong, but I don't think it matters if they have the power or not. It's how do they like grow within that system? Okay, what so what would you say how does how does Carol Danvers change from the beginning to the end of Captain Marvel? I think she realizes who she actually is, not what the Cree have always been telling her, right? Where it's it, she basically is figuring out who literally who she is because she's lost all of her memories. And so like she finds out that okay, just because this is what the Cree is telling me doesn't mean that it's always right or whatever. There are things that go on that I don't understand, but I have to go out and figure out what those things are in order to learn and find out what is actually true. Mm -hmm. And so then also saying, okay, like also growing in herself, right? I mean, she's also, she's obviously very confident in a lot of the movie, like majority of the movie but there's also times where she's like, I don't, doesn't even know who she is and is trying to figure, like, again, literally know who she is and trying to figure out what that is. But I think that that is similar to lots of other people's story arcs. Um, yeah, and, like, I don't know. I, I think lots of the heroes are boring, so... If that's any consolation. Um, right. But but I, I guess regardless, like, I don't know. I think, like, people grow regardless of what powers they have. Otherwise, they wouldn't be interesting at all, right? I mean, maybe they are. Maybe we are just interested in the fact that Iron Man has a suit that can do crazy things or Spider-Man can shoot spider webs. But I don't think that that's what we find interesting in stories. No, but... I mean, yeah, going... that, like, that's a fun aspect of it. But what matters is like, okay, this is how Tony has changed from 10 years ago to now. This is Spider-Man's relationship, him acting like an idiot kid, but realizing there's bigger things out there in the world. Like those are the, those are the things that actually matter, not necessarily their powers. Right. Um, I don't, I, I mean, maybe in, in the context of, of other people. So like Avengers Endgame is a movie about Captain America, Iron Man, maybe Thor. Right. Um and so I don't know, it it feels weird, I guess. I don't know, for for them to not be able to solve the problems in their own movie. And so maybe I think of it as their own movie too much. I think, but they did solve the problems in their movie, right? Well, not the the ship, though. Right, but again, I don't think that that matters, right? Like, that's just like one aspect of this entire movie. Like, it, it literally is just like a way to get 
Carol into the movie. She's like never she's hardly in this movie at all. Mm-hmm. And like they're just like, okay, it's it's the Avengers, so we have to put everybody in there. So what can she do? Oh, she can destroy the whole ships, right? Like if if you wanted to make the story about just Tony and Captain America, she could not be in the whole movie at all, right? Mm-hmm. But like if you're just trying to make it's an Avengers, so she's going to be in it. Right. And so I don't think that that like I don't think that that takes away her destroying that ship takes away from Tony and Cap's story at all. I mean, it changes the focus. For like two seconds. Yeah. I mean, there's lots of other people in the movie. Right, no. So I'm saying, if I want this movie to be about Cap and Tony, they should be the people solving the problems, and they're not. They solved. Yes, they did. How can you say that they, they didn't solve the solve problem? They don't solve all the problems. Okay, but that's because it's not just them solving all the problems, mm-hmm. right? Well, well, yeah, I agree. I'm just. It's I'm, the Avengers. I'm trying to give reasons for, like, why people don't like that she comes in and destroys the ship. It's because they want this movie to be about Cap and Tony, and so. If it's just like some random person comes in and solves their problems for them, that makes it a different ending. But why don't they? F- why don't they feel the same way about every other character? Why is it just Captain America or Captain Marvel? Because um, she's she's disproportionately powerful. Okay, I think like I think so. But why is so? Why is that a bad thing? <laughs> so it it. I, I I feel like it kind of takes going from fighting alongside to just superseding everything. Okay. You know, cause like if you're if if Black Panther shows up, it's not like oh we've got this. There's no challenge now. It's but it's we have a better chance because Black Panther's here. Mm-hmm. Um, but so like when. When she's like, I'll get the gauntlet there, and everyone's like, oh, we'll help you. I'm like, she doesn't need any help. Like, literally nothing can stop her. Although Thanos did. Kind of. He just threw a sword at the thing. Right, and then when they were fighting for the gauntlet, he took the power stone out and punched her to, like, the kingdom come, and then we never see her again. Mm. Right? So, like, and then... Tony finishes it, right? He he like wraps it up. Right, that's cuz that's so, cuz it's Tony's story though. Right. I'm I'm not disagreeing with that. I just don't think that like I guess I'm just trying to figure out like why why does she get so much hate when I don't think that it's deserved. Like I understand like she is way more powerful than everybody else and like maybe that makes like this power struggle or this team aspect less, but I don't think that like that means she shouldn't exist as a character. Well, right. It just, it makes it seem unfair to the, the characters we spent more time with. Okay. Okay. I can see that. I I think another thing that I, I do think though, that they're, I, I'm going to agree with that, but I'm going to also add on to it. Okay. And you can feel free to disagree with me or just say I'm wrong. But, but I do think that there is a, an underlying aspect of it is that we don't, 
we do fear losing the power that we think we have. And I think that that is seen not only in how people respond to Captain Marvel, but also to like Sam becoming Captain America. And yes, maybe I'm making it too. I don't know. I don't think I am making it too much about race and sexism, but I think that that there are underlying things that we don't even realize that affect how we view things. Mm -hmm. And so like, I don't, I don't want to like, I don't, I don't want to blindly take either side. Right. I don't want to blindly say, okay, yeah, this is right. Or this is wrong. But like, what are the things that affect the way that I'm thinking? And even the things that I don't think about that just say, okay, yeah. Like, why do I, or like, do I really think Bucky should be Captain America or do I think Sam should be Captain America? And what are the reasons behind that? And obviously like I'm biased because I don't like Bucky, Yeah. but like, but like, (sighs) so I, I need to realize that too, right? Like there are biases and things that go into the way that I view things. And I don't want to just say, okay, I don't like Captain Marvel for whatever reason. If there are underlying things in my own life that, are adding to that. Right. I don't want to, I don't want to just be like, okay, she's a super powerful woman. And so therefore out of fear of losing my power, I'm going to not like her. I'm not saying that that's always the case, but I think that those things affect us more than we realize. So, um, and I want to be aware of that. So what do you mean by losing the power that you have? So I think like in general, there is just, just in life, as a white male, I have like more perceived power in the world than other people. Okay. And so like, if I like, and I don't even realize that, right? Like I don't even realize because I just live in my own world and don't talk to other people that are different than me. I just have that and don't even realize it. And so now when that gets threatened, because I see this like infinitely powerful being that is a woman or an African-American becoming Captain America that now changes slightly changes how I view the world. Again, I'm not, I I don't think that I am always like overtly racist or sexist, but I think that there's underlying things that just like have been built up over society and over time that affect me more than I realize. Okay. I I don't know. I, I would just, I would make it more from a, a, a fairness argument of why people don't like Sam Wilson as Captain America and um, Captain Marvel. What do you mean by fairness? Um, so it's so it's like, oh, Bucky has been with Captain America for such and such long. He's Captain America in the comics. Like he should be Captain America now. Who's Sam Wilson? He's just some random guy. He met in DC randomly one day. Like that, how does that qualify him to be Captain America? Bucky's got a robot arm. Though I will, I will agree that um, the Winter Soldier is uh, fantastically boring and just kind of a black character. His best scene is him and Falcon sitting in the back of a car. If that is your best scene as a superhero in the MCU. Um, I do think you need to rethink uh, your career um, as a so as a superhero. But counter argument to that, maybe. So, so I do think Sam 
it, it is fair for Sam to be Captain America. Like Sam was there for Captain America always, no matter what. And then all of a sudden Captain America realizes, oh, Bucky, again, I understand I have biases against both Captain America and Bucky. But then all of a sudden Captain America is like, oh, Bucky's alive. Forget the Sam guy. I'm just going to go here. Forget not only Sam, but just like everyone and like the safety of the world. I'm just going to go like hang out with my friend Bucky or whatever. And like Sam is nothing but loyal to him. Like even though like Steve just abandons him for this other guy. Yeah, I, I'm just, I don't think people have as visceral reactions to, to losing their power as they do to what they consider to be fair. And I, I think those two things are often, um, entwined. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I would, I would say people, people view it as what's fair and not as their own perceived power. Cause I, like, I, I don't know if lots of people spend a lot of time thinking about the power that they have. I, I could be wrong in that, but, um, yeah, I could be wrong about that, but I don't spend a lot of time thinking about my own power. So, yeah, I don't think it is necessarily like a visceral reaction. I, I think it's a part of it. And I think even even more, like, I'm concerned, like, for myself, like, because it's not a visceral reaction. Like, it's so underlying that it affects me without me even really noticing it. And, again, maybe I'm wrong and off base, but I do think that they're, I don't, I think that that, fear i mean i think no i don't think people think about their power that they have but i do think they think about their st well let me rephrase that i don't think that we probably think about the power we have because we have power i don't know i could be wrong but i think if there is a people that don't have power notice mm -hmm. it the the um, only time i think about the power that i have is when i'm wearing a suit uh, because I I think that I can do literally anything uh, while wearing a suit, and nothing will will go wrong. So that's the only time I think about it. Right. So I think again, like we probably don't think about power because, in many ways, we are very powerful and very privileged, and we don't really notice when we don't. Like I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't talk to enough people, but I would, my understanding is that like for those who don't have that privilege or that power, it is more apparent. Mm -hmm. And, and so I think that whether I consciously am thinking about it or not, I do know it. And like, it does affect the way that I act and the way that I do things and then can subconsciously affect the way that I interact with, what I might see as a threat to that. Okay. But, but I don't, again, I don't, I agree. I don't think it's something that is like, I don't think that people are going around saying, well, I mean, maybe they do, but I don't want, like, I hate Captain Marvel because she's a woman. People probably do say that, but, or I don't want Sam to be 
Captain America because he's black. But I think that, like, that can be a smaller part of the re- larger reason behind mm. it. Yeah, I, I don't. I I just think it's gonna be more likely phrased and thought about in in the way that it's like Captain Marvel doesn't deserve her powers. But why does she not deserve it any more than? anyone else because like why does tony deserve to be iron man or thor deserve to be thor we've seen 10 movies with thor and iron man and so proportionally they they should have more power you remember when people were talking about like oh luke should be more powerful when he comes back he shouldn't have cut himself off from the force he would never do that he should be a jedi master level nine thousand. um mm-hmm. when he comes back and in uh the last jedi and so i i yeah the people that have spent the time that we spent time with we feel like they should be the most powerful because that's those are the people that we've been invested with the longest um So I I feel like, you know, it's like people feel like it's cheating for Captain Marvel to be in two movies and the strongest Avenger, you know? Okay. I, I can see that argument. I think, yeah. And maybe that's true. But I also, like, I don't know. I think regardless, I think for me personally and I think probably others, there is, like, (laughs) there definitely is, like, underlying, like, sexism and racism that affects me in ways that I don't really notice. And I want to try to be more aware of that. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, not saying anything against your point. I think that could be very valid. But I do think that that is true, that, that we do fear losing the power that we have and that can cause us to have reactions to things that we don't even realize that that's what's causing that reaction. Mm -hmm. And so I just want to be more aware of that. And also like not only how does that affect how I watch movies and, and talk about characters in it and superheroes, but then how does that then go and affect how I interact with people every day? Um, What do you think about black widow in this movie? Um, she's, she's now one of my favorite characters. I, I, I'm not gonna lie. Mm -hmm. I think like that was probably my favorite scene in the whole movie. Um, I don't know. All the scenes with Tony and his daughter were just adorable. She was very cute. Um, um, I don't, I just, I really liked, um, Hawkeye and Black Widow in that scene when they got the soul stone, like, I don't know. It just is a really cool picture of of friendship and just like what is it, what what has like what has not necessarily what has meaning but what um again kind of getting to the why of 
that we kind of talked about a couple episodes or that, I don't know, we've talked about a lot recently, I think is like, why do we do what we do? Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I have appreciated her character more and more as the, as the movies have gone on. Mm-hmm. I don't, yeah, I, I, I don't think I would have often said I wanted to see more Hawkeye and Black Widow, but I, I wanted to see more Hawkeye and Black Widow. Cause I, I feel like, we don't see a lot of them together, but that's when they're mm-hmm. the most themselves. Yep. Um, that scene in uh, Ultron when they go back to um, Hawkeye's house yeah. and like, she's just like hanging out with her family and it's like, wow, like these two are just like really great friends. And not only that, like they know each other's families and like, I don't know. Yeah. So it, it just, if, I don't know. I feel like we're missing. I okay. Maybe the Black Widow solo movie will give us that, but it's just like it. It always felt like she was being someone else in the movies mm-hmm. that she was, like Iron Man two, and Cap mm-hmm. two, um, and that's about it. But as and so and and then we never get to see, like, who is really. Black Widow. Right. And Hawkeye too, right? Like right. Hawkeye and Thor. It's just like these are like tools of shield essentially, right. right? And then like now we get to see like okay, these are people like um and how they not only like how they interact with their families but like with each other and and just like are themselves. Um Yeah, so I don't know. I I really enjoyed the two of them in this movie. Flip-flopping on the pancake flipper. Mm-hmm. The ultimate, the ultimate reversal. I was very hard on, on Black Widow back in Civil War, mm. before Civil War came out, but. But anyway. Any other, any other thoughts about the movie, final thoughts? Um, just, as soon as that hammer dropped, I'm like, oh, let's go. This is going to happen. Yeah, I couldn't believe I it. Was I was so like, Austin pumped. was right. And that That is my absolute favorite part. I can't believe you don't like Cap, by the way. No, I've always you not monster. liked Cap. You monster. How can you not like Cap? I just don't think that, like, I, I just don't like that he risks everything just for Bucky. Like, he, I don't feel like he is sacrificial enough. I don't know. Maybe that's wrong or bad. I feel like he is more self-interested and also not even self, like self-interested in that. Like he doesn't want anybody to get hurt or anything for like his own sake or something. Like, I don't know. I just feel like maybe it's because he's too he's too good i don't know or like he he says he's this way but he doesn't act it like at least tony knows that he's like sleazy and cocky right mm-hmm. but like captain america like says he's noble and does the right thing every time and then i feel like he screws up and doesn't do the right thing i don't know i did i i don't like how bucky centric civil war is Oh, it's it that uh 
I will agree with that. That was the final string. But the, I, I don't think I mind Captain America up until Civil the War, point, if that makes the you point feel any is, better. It's supposed to be that Bucky is the only tie he has left to the world, essentially. Cut it. Cut it. You'll be better for it, Cap. He won't be a person then, though. He'll just be the never-ending soldier. Right. That's that's who he... I don't no, know. That's he's not Steve, who he is, he's I Steve guess. Steve Rogers. But... He's, he's Horatio. He. I'm not familiar. Horatio is a, uh, a tyrant of Rome. Uh, well, no, no, no. Who, who am I thinking of? <laughs> um, Cincinnatus. There we go. He is Cincinnatus. I know even less of who Cincinnati is, except for Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, it, the town is named after the the same Cincinnati. So, Cincinnati was a uh, maybe real uh, dictator of Rome, uh, who was plowing his fields with his oxen, and uh, the Senate comes to him and says, "Cincinnati, we need you. You are the only person who can lead us against uh, this threat." He Becomes the tyrant, defeats the oncoming enemies, and then retires and plows his fields. They come to him again and say, Cincinnati, we need you. He lifts up his sword, defeats the oncoming threat, and retires to his fields once more. Washington is often called the American Cincinnati. Not often. That is an exaggeration. But he is sometimes called the American Cincinnati. And so Captain America is the Cincinnati of... The MCU. Why, so why does plowing his fields have to be tying back to what he knows? It's like Bucky or Peggy. It's not. It's taking up the mantle of power, but also uh, being able to set it down. Right. Like I would like. I would have been better. I would have enjoyed it better if Captain America would have moved on. And lived a life out without Peggy. That's not romantic, though. Why does it have to be romantic? Because it's the end of 22 movies. Tony Stark dies in in Pepper's arms. Yeah. Is that romantic? No. Thor doesn't even end with Jane. He's fat and... and Padme Amidala doesn't even want to do the movies anymore. Okay. Why? why so where's the romance there? It, it's not there. It is for Steve. Exactly. Though. You don't need it. Steve doesn't need it. I don't know. I'm probably just too hard on Captain America. Yeah, I guess. I did enjoy the scene in the elevator where he's like Hail yeah, Hydra. Yeah. And then just walks out. That was pretty good. Mm. It was pretty good service to the comics. Yeah. What'd you think of Hulk, speaking of? Um, I thought Professor Hulk was fine. He's kind of fun. Because isn't that in the comics? Yeah. I don't think any. The very few people I've talked to have enjoyed in Professor Hulk. I thought, really? I thought he was fun. Right. I thought it was good. Do we have any recommendations? Here's a recommendation. Um, Read the freaking yeah. books. Forget Game of Thrones, the TV show. Kick it to the curb. The books are better. End of statement. There you go. Um, 
I mean, I'll recommend the Avengers Endgame. Cool. Uh, okay, so okay, here's here is maybe a question, and I'll I'll wrap it in with okay. the uh, recommendations. Would you would to someone you meet someone yeah tomorrow who or you find out that one of your friends has never seen any Marvel movies? Okay. Would you recommend they watch them? Um. Based now that we have kind of wrapped up. Yeah, I think so. This arc. I think so too. I Endgame is a movie unlike any movie that has ever existed. Literally. What do you mean? Like, like no movie has ever had a a story like Endgame's because no movie has had the MCU. Mhm. Um at, at like this movie would never work. It's absolutely not a standalone movie. You you right. need like at least six other movies for this movie to make sense. At least. <laughs> and so for just as something that's unique and um landmark in uh a TV or in a movie landscape where we don't have landmark cultural events. Um, I think since Harry Potter 7. Maybe The Hobbit? No. Um, okay. I I would I would recommend in a, a, some abbreviations. Um, but I think in general, yeah. Go for it. Yeah, I agree. I I think I would recommend it too. And like, as harsh as I am, and as frustrated as I can be with Marvel movies, like, I do think it's impressive, right? I do think it is worth watching and worth experiencing and worth being a part of that phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Um. Because yeah, even if they aren't don't have the deepest plots and don't have don't say the most that they could always, I think that they do say some things and they do. There's there's meaning there, and you just kind of have to have to look for it. And yeah, it's 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 worth watching. I can't believe you don't like Cap. Okay, again. I don't have a problem with Cap until Civil War, and then the whole Bucky thing yeah. just I, I, took I it do, too far. I agree with that. Okay. That's why I don't like but Cap, he, and that's why I don't like Bucky. No, he, gets a, like, he barely talks to him at all after Civil War. They realize it was a mistake. Yeah, I haven't watched those a in a while. What? You just watched okay. Infinity War and Endgame twice. Okay, yeah. No, like I thought you were talking more like... I guess that's basically it. <laughs> yeah, that's those are the only ones he appears in post Civil War. Okay, fine. I haven't seen Civil War recently. I missed watching rewatching <laughs> that one. Did you see um Jordan from Blimey Cow apparently has not watched any Marvel movies and then went and watched Endgame? No. Why? They posted I don't know, they posted a video about it just to make a YouTube video, I guess. I guess, but you'd be so clueless. Right, I think that's the point. 
Hmm. Well, anyway, thanks for joining us. Yep, we'll see you next week. Spoilers are ended here. 